Today on the show, joining us from the Iron Lords Podcast Roundtable, our special guest, Lord Cognito, will be joining us to talk all things Xbox, gaming, community, and more. That episode for all of you is right now. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are here today with our special guest, Lord Cognito, Iron Lords Podcast. Way to go, my man. Good to see you. Good to have you. Oh, God. Assemble. What's going on, gents? Good to be here in the realm. What's popping, man? Not much. We were just talking about TVs <laughs> and that I got the LG OLED and I'm super excited. Yeah. I got I got to know, though, sir, because you were What's big up? on Destiny. I yeah. wanted to know, though, but what is your console of choice right now? What are you enjoying and what what's what are you playing on right now? Because we were talking, Kurt oh. and I were actually talking earlier today about mm -hmm. how like we were just much more on our Xboxes because we just yeah. haven't been playing a ton of PlayStation for what's yeah. out there right now. But what about you, sir? What's going on? Pretty much same situation. I mean, Series X, obviously we, we part of team God led right now. We got that CX popping, got that HDR, that VRR, that 4K. Let's go, <laughs> right? So you want those vibrant colors. It, it, it's just something right now i just love the uh the series x as far as what they're doing on the, the hardware side the feature set side you know dolby vision just got included with a lot of uh the titles right now so i've been testing out flight sim all that stuff but as far as like what i've been playing specifically clearly you know i'm still playing destiny i'm such a big destiny fanboy. <laughs> what's going on with that and um back for blood in game pass a ton of fun a ton yeah. of fun i come yeah i come from like the left for dead era where you know four players it's it's a romp they got you got the witty banter you got friendly fire on so you can't shoot your friends and you know who's got the shotgun ammo and managing all that stuff so i've been doing that and right now actually last night i started um disco elysium oh for, how's uh, that yo Slapped on, criminally yeah. slapped. Very unique title. Great. The probably the best voice acting I've ever heard in a video game. Like everything's voice acted. Like you talk to an NPC random down the street, voice acted fully. Wow. With inflection, really? professional acting. Like, and what's cool, real quick, is that like, like he's the worst. Your guy is the worst detective ever. <laughs> like you wake up hungover drunk in yandies you don't know how it happened and you're supposed to be solving the case it is probably the funniest and probably most original title and the other thing that's very unique is like he has a lot of like his conscience and his all these different emotions and in, in, in him are talking to you while you're just interacting normally and all that's voice acted it, it's it's just it's amazing i have to admit like i i said oh, you know it's one of those games like let me try for about 15 minutes yeah. and next thing you know it's like four hours left I'm like, yo i'm still playing this game this is crazy so, so this disco elysium yeah he sounds like he's just like Kurt, he's like a poor bruce wayne like a poor batman detective like he's bad at it no he's, no, he's like he's like loser drunk alcoholic yeah like Howard he is the, the worst course right like the worst like you're like how is this guy even in the force or a detective you wake up you lose your badge you don't know you you slept with someone you don't know what happened it, it's it's hilarious you gotta you gotta play this game it's a crazy game i've seen a lot of people talking about it so it's it, it's it's on the list but i'm always like oh like i've got this like i'm playing echo generate echo generations right now which oh, is a toronto-based indie development team and it just came up on game pass it's phenomenal um mm -hmm. it, for anybody that's in their 
you know, I don't want to age myself real quick. Yeah. Andy's in the like late 30s, early 40s. There we 40s. go. There we go. There we go. That's that's massive, massive, it, massive that times. Game, that, that game, it, it has a lot of like you walk around the, 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 the bedroom right off the start and you just see all these little things. You're just like, oh, there's a Game Boy. Oh, and it's cute. They had a, a PS1. But yeah. the controller that was attached to it was the NES, and I was like, "Oh, well played, well played." Well played. Well played. Yeah, Salute. it was very nice. So, Cog, you've been doing a ton this year, though. Like on the gaming side, I mean, I know you've been playing a ton, um, but for our little audience here, anyways, if they're not too familiar with you, give them the rundown because it's hard to keep up some days because you've been doing so much. Uh, Iron Lord's podcast is absolutely massive and it's it's in, it's so much fun like Sundays is it, I honestly I will be either just working out or if the kids are doing their thing because for me here in our time zone it's all like mid-afternoon right and yeah, yeah I absolutely love it on Sundays but give us the rundown of what you've been doing and everything mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah man it's been the last two years been like a whirlwind you know and um for for those who don't know obviously Lord Cognito, Iron Lord, host of Iron Lord's podcast, you know, kind of like four lifelong friends who just love games. He used to like pile up in my mom's house on a, you know, on a Saturday and it would just be gaming all day, you know, either watching sports also, watching fights and stuff like that. So we kind of incorporate a lot of that. And then Addict is the homie because if it wasn't for him, like I wouldn't even be like as Court said, I'm I'm a bit of a I'm an older gentleman. <laughs> so, you know, I'm a little seasoned, right? So I didn't really know about all this YouTube stuff. And, you know, basically I would play Destiny or I would jump in party chat, shout out to Anchorman V and all those guys. And those guys were like the guys that I would occasionally listen to. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. These guys talk about games, but it wasn't anything I paid any mind. And I remember you know, jumping into parties, and I was like, this really loud, passionate kid, like, he's really loud and obnoxious sometimes, I was like, who is this, and it was Addict, right, <laughs> shout out to his Xbox name, Room to Kill, I was like, he would just jump in, and he would just be so over the top, but I, I was like, I like him, he's funny, but he knows what he's talking about, he's just really passionate, and then me and him headed off, and I think, I think it ended up being like, oh, you play Destiny, I would never play that, I think we traded games, like, I, was, I said, if you play Destiny and like it, you know, or something, I'll buy this game. It was like, I, I, all I know, it became down between Destiny and Assassin's Creed Unity. And the next thing you know, we played Destiny nonstop, every day, and then all of us, King, not Solve, because Solve is a single player guy, you know, he, he, we had to drag him in and just do anything to show his online status. He's just so single player. But yeah, once we did that, and then Attic just kept pushing me. He just said, look, man, you know, these conversations that we have on Xbox Live are absolutely hilarious. Like, we would have people would jump in the party be like, what are you guys talking about? And stay in the party at Xbox Live for, like, hours and hours. Like, it, it was that type of thing. So, to me, Iron Law Podcast is more of a reflection of the old Saturdays, us just shooting it. You know what I'm saying? Everybody in the, in the party chat. And Attic was like, look, let's do a podcast. So, I'm like, all right. I kind of was like, you host. I'll wait. You know, I'll just see what it is. And I was guesting on Iron Lost Podcast. <laughs> Actually, we didn't have the name yet. And then we we're like Iron something gaming because it was like right around Destiny time. So Iron Lords, the um, Rise of Iron DLC for Destiny had came out. Then at the time, Game of Thrones is huge, 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 huge. So everyone is, you know, Lord this and Lord that. and da, da, da. So we kind of took all of that. And then as the episodes went on, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of like it. And then people were like, yo, you should host. And I was like, all right, give it a shot. 
And yeah, I never looked back ever since. It's just been, you know, hosting, doing that. And then in the early days, you know, we had, it was me, Attic, and two others. Shout out to SWAT, shout out to Sleep. But then schedule, those two couldn't make it. So in the beginning, I had Sov on as a guest on Iron Love's podcast. King on as a guest. And um, I was just like, that natural chemistry came back from all the Saturdays, all the fun, all the romps. And I just asked each of them, I was like, yo, would you, you think about doing this? So I was like, I'll think about it. Kid was like, yeah, I'll think about it. And yeah, we haven't looked back ever since. You know, it's just been, it's been so much fun just having people in the community. Obviously, we've had you on, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, we have different guests and stuff on. We basically try to keep it positive, have fun, celebrate stuff in the community. And then LordsOfGaming.net, that's an extension of that. That's kind of like our little, you know, put our business suit and tie on and, you know, media. Media, mm-hmm. we have to be professional when we go to the events, you know, it's media. <laughs> and then um, the last thing would probably be, which was recent, was uh, more of uh, Defining Duke. That was yeah. a, an opportunity that really surprised me. That came out of nowhere. And um, very humbling, very humbling. You know, obviously I'm cool with Maddie, ACG. We had both of them on ILP at one time. And um, I was on their show and the response was pretty positive. And I think ACG at one point, his scheduling just got crazy. And he just like, he couldn't do the show. And I remember Attic hit me. He's like, yo, they're looking for such, you know, someone to replace. And I'm like, oh, it's cool. They're not picking me. They're going to look for, you know. Mm. YouTuber with six million, you know, like I, that's how I looked at things. I don't, I don't even even put myself in those type of situations. And I remember I got the DM from Maddie, and I was like, "Yo, this is crazy!" And you know, just to see the respect from your peers, and you know, Colin Moriarty say, "Hey, we would love to have you." Meeting with those guys, Ryan McCaffrey say, "Hey, we think Cog's a great fit," and it was humbling because just to see the community really embrace the move and. Yeah, man, it's just been the last two years have been really humbling. You know, my head's been down, yeah. so I haven't got a chance to soak it all in. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's just it's just been fun, man. Just love talking about gaming, man. That's just that's what I do. Well, congratulations, first off, because it's been it's been incredible to see how much you yourself have grown over the two years to watch everything go with the guys for Iron Lords, and then what you're doing now on the other side, uh, most recently. But you just mentioned xbox and you mentioned the community and how much support you've been getting but so one of the questions we did actually i want to ask you is what do you like about the xbox community specifically because surrounding your show and everything you're doing is is there's a lot of xbox in there and just a lot of community in general but what do you like about xbox community Listen, I, I can't, you know, words can't describe how much I love the Xbox community. And I know people devolve into fanboyism and stuff like that. But I truly, honestly believe, and again, it's no disrespect to the Sony community or Nintendo communities. I truly feel it's the best community. And the reason why is, you know, for me, I, I grew up in the South Bronx, right? So E3 was this mythical thing. Like me and King with, let's say we're dating ourselves again, Cole. Me and King used to buy these VHS tapes from game stores, right? And that would show the E3. We get we'd get it late, and it would show the E3 from two years ago. What I'll be mean, a year ago, right? Or the same year, but months later. And it was such an amazing thing. You see the new consoles debut. So for us, it was this magical, yo, one day, man, I, I would love to go there because it was really like an electronic consumer trade show, and it really wasn't open to the press. So it was really a dream that you really in the back in mind, like, yeah, it's never gonna happen. So what ends up happening is. You know, I'm obviously I love the Xbox ecosystem, and I remember reading. I forgot where I got the info. They, I heard about this thing called Fan Fest, and it was like if you go, 
you 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 get to to go to um the Microsoft press conference and I was like yo that would be cool because you could be in the room when they announce the games and the consoles so I was like okay you know that's something I want to do so I remember talking to King about it. he wanted to do it but scheduling he just couldn't for that what it was like 2015 and he couldn't do it so I was like damn but part of me was like you gotta go what if they don't ever do this again right like you know take advantage of it so flew out to Cali by myself, knew absolutely no one, met in a mall. I mean, to this day, there's a, I got to shout some people out. Um, Megatron, oh, what's my boy, man? There's a, I forget his name now. Huge in the Xbox. Midnight is another guy. You know, there's all these guys that I met literally on land in the plane. And I'm like, is this the spot where we're supposed to be? It was like a mall. <laughs> we're like in a West Beverly Hills mall. I'm like, is that this must have been the, scary, though. You're just out on your own. Like, you're just like, all right, I guess I'll just go and figure it out yeah well, that's, king that's always, the ambition right that's yeah. king always says i'm fearless with stuff. like i'm the type of person i'll travel anywhere like it doesn't matter if it's something i'm passionate about you know I, i've been to uk i've been i've been all over the world like I've, i'll just go you but know have you been to canada I've been, but I was like a kid. I don't remember it. I was We're like so close. It's like a seven-hour drive. I know. I've been, I got. And I got so many. And it's so fun here. Yeah, I, yeah. I got. I got to take up the invite. Well, There's so many of my peeps. He said, well, "Oh man, he, downtown Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, downtown oh, is a go. is a pretty good time. Yeah, it's I need to check it's it Smaller out. New York with less people. Hey, I need to go to the six, man. I got to check it out, man. So, yeah, I mean, it was one of those things. I just went and it was, it literally changed my life. I met so many people. Um, They had a stay in a mall. Shout out to the Xbox. And, and overnight, on like the concrete floor, they closed the mall. And this is about like maybe 200 people in there. And we're just waiting. And then the next morning, I never forget it. You know, this is 2015. So Phil Spencer was just named the head of Xbox at mm -hmm. that time. Aaron Greenberg, all the big names. I remember Bill Stillwell at the time. All these guys come out and they start giving us like little care packages with food and water. You know, you guys wow. are, yeah, you guys are hardcore. You guys stayed out all night. Trust me, we're going to reward you. They started taking, like, shaking each other's hands, everybody's hands, taking pictures. I still have that picture with wow. me. And you Phil put Spencer. it on Twitter. You put it on oh, Twitter. Oh, you saw, didn't? okay. Yeah, 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 that was awesome. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, your, your Twitter is like not to sidetrack, is hilarious. And I actually love it that on Monday, it's usually Monday or Tuesday. Your beefs, it's like, it's fun beefs. Uh, back and forth with everybody on the show, and you're just like trashing each other for like two days straight after the show. It's all <laughs> awesome. I just wait to watch anything that King is really just posting and responding oh to, because it's either during the show on Sundays, or it's, yes. yeah, it's like Monday, and it's still going. I'm still just killing myself laughing. It just keeps going and going. Sorry, yeah, oh, it's funny. No, it's good. It's good, man. So, yeah, we did it, and um, we get there, and they, they take us to the, um, I believe it was the universe, USC campus. We were all there. They gave us breakfast, and everyone kept telling me, bro, like, they're gonna, they, we're going to go to the conference. Obviously, that was part of the deal, but they're going to say, yo, you're going to get to A3, and I'm like, I don't want to get too excited, and then Phil comes out, and he's just like, look, you guys are our loyal fans. Besides the conference, everyone here has VIP access to E3 all three days. Wow. And this was like a high-level media pass. So you can go on the show floor, play all the games. Wow. Like it was it was massive, brother. So yeah, I'll never forget that. And that literally, to your overall question about the community, <laughs> which I've rambled for, is that yo, it, it, I met so many lifelong friends. And then the other thing is. Again, a lot of the genesis of this is Xbox Live, Xbox Live party chats, doing that stuff. And 
the cool thing is the, the the actual YouTube content creators, you know, that I've met and everyone's welcoming. Like, hey, you want to do my show? Let's do your show. You know, look, does that, is every community perfect? No. But I do feel the collaborative nature of the Xbox community is one of my favorites. I really, really enjoy. So in two years, you've grown faster than probably anybody that I've followed in the community. Um it's just it, it's just crazy. You, it, it's astronomical, and, and I, I, I'm really extremely, extremely grateful that you're here. Um, where do you see Iron Lord's podcast now? Like you guys went so quick, and you've hit high notes. Like you've had huge guests. Like just recently, your guest. It's like the Phil Spencer retweeted you guys. Like that's just crazy pants. So, yeah. like, have you had a first off? Have you had a second to even breathe it and even think about it? And then. Where do you guys see yourself going now? Like, is it is it harder for you to think about what the future holds when you've you've gotten so high, so so, and deservingly so? I appreciate it. Great question. I mean, it's mind blowing and it's it's humbling, you know, because I know what it was at the beginning. That's why I try not to get full of myself or like, oh, I'm, you know, symbols oh, call me. Let me see his follower count. <laughs> Like, it's not, two it's <laughs> two car <laughs> you know what I'm i don't play them games because i know what it's like you know i remember and i'm not gonna call anybody out but i remember like there's people that i'm like yo it would be a great show if i had if this guy would you know uh, this girl would come on and you know they look at your message they leave it unread they don't respond to you you know kind of thing and i just we just kept our head down and it's just like i i, I remember the dark ages i remember you know you jump in that chat and it's five people and you ain't see you ain't see any of your, your personal friends that you know know that you do a podcast in that chat. Me and King are like, bro, where you was at? It was only 10 this week. What's going on? <laughs> we was that, guys. We, we cut off people. We were like, oh, you claim to be like people that we know in real life, Court. Like, we were like, yo, you claim to support us and you're not even watching the show. Like, just jump in, click the like button. Like, that's how you know, hungry we were during those, you know, 20, maybe, I mean, a big day was like 20 live viewers. We were like, man, this is, this is something. So, you know, to your point, didn't envision that, didn't envision the growth. You know, all I know is just that I wanted to have fun. We definitely wanted to keep it positive. We wanted to respect people in the community. It doesn't matter who you are. If you're a content creator, if you're a developer, we want to celebrate you. And we think you're interesting. We want to have you on, you know, big or small. So, you know, as far as like where we are, you know, in the future, obviously, you know, we've had some milestones. We've had some huge guests on that really co-signed. I would be remiss if I didn't shout out Bill Stillwell. He was probably our biggest because at the time, Xbox Back Compact was huge. No one knew what that was. He was like our first Xbox Microsoft exec at the time when he was there. He came on like, I don't know how he came on. I don't know how he got permission to come on our show. I was just like, oh, I mean, this was probably like 200 sub ILP. Like, we were very small, very small, and he came on, and then after the show, I thanked him. He was just like, no, I love what you guys are doing. You're positive. I, I want to support. He said, you guys bring people together, and i never forget that. He, I don't have a lot of friends, but, like, in the industry, so to speak, he is a friend. Like, that's a real, true blue guy. I think he's over at Oculus now, but he was responsible for Project xCloud as well. He's done so much in the industry. People don't even realize behind the scenes. Obviously, Jason Ronald's another one. Just good people like just helped us out but the vision for me has always been initially was 
I loved the podcast, but I was like, we would then go to every subsequent E3 and we couldn't get any coverage. You know, we, we, we couldn't uh, talk to a developer, you know, kind of thing. So we kind of changed our strategy. We started hitting up more of the smaller shows as well, like PAX East and all that other stuff. And I got to shout King, man. King has been, the, he's a visionary. He, he, at 200 sub, 100 sub, he's like, I'm telling you, Carl, we're going to be big. We're going to. You're gonna say we're gonna be on yachts. We're gonna be. Sim-. I'm like, bro. We had five people with a live chat last week. Relax. Like, <laughs> we're gonna be on a boat. We're gonna be on he's a little con- boat. But we're was, gonna be on a boat. Co- he was collecting Infinity Stones way back then, and he's just putting them in. Like that's. Bro. He literally. He should do a, like a little video every time you have a big guest. Just a new Infinity Stone right on that gauntlet. And there's times, bro, like I, we, I call him the prophet, but there's times, bro. He sees it. He could see it. And I'm just like, I don't necessarily see I'm very modest with my expectation. But he's the dreamer. He's the, right, I remember this. That's why, what I guess, I always try to come on with my ILP shirt. Because I remember, when we, we made these ourselves from, like, some little rinky-dink local distributor. And it cost us so much money. <laughs> we printed, like, uh, maybe about 200 to 300 shirts. And oh, he's like, wow. everyone's got, he's like, everyone's got to go E3. We're going to be wearing shirts. And every developer, when we, we do an interview, they're going to be wearing a shirt. And I'm like, me and Attica, like, you see the budget on this, right? <laughs> <laughs> we ain't got a lot of money. <laughs> so, <laughs> we like, we blowing up all the money for this. And I remember, he's like, I'm telling you. And he was a prophet. We go there. People walk up to us. Yo, what is that? You guys are esports team? What's that? Like they, you know, it was just King's funny. probably like, sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and he's handed them wear it and put it on Instagram now. And then, yeah, literally, literally, he would be like, share it right now. And then he, we'd go to a dev. It would be like, look, that dev right there, see, he loves his game. He, we're going to give him the ILP choice of the week, take the picture. And this thing took off like wildfire. Like, people recognized the crest. And it was, it, I remember. And hey, we'd stay on lines for days just doing that stuff. You could do, like, what we grew up with. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to date ourselves again. But you could do, like, a fan club thing and then send everybody, like, hey, every Patreon supporter – they get like a little fan club card that we'll we'll send it to you and print it and we'll tell you how to laminate it. You know, when we grew up, we'd have like the, the fan club cards. Oh, just God, get yeah. everybody on the Iron Lords podcast. Just email them all because it, it costs you nothing. Oh, and yeah, then have them laminate it. Think about it. And then yeah. they're all got their fan club card. It could be like Bro, the 80s all over again. It, it's been, it, like I said, it's just been a collaborative team effort between King, like I said, with the visionary and stuff, you know, me with the get and me with the hosting and stuff like that. And then Attic doesn't get enough credit, man. Like, mm. This kid is so in touch. Because remember, we're the older gents. Like, Attic knows what's going on with social media, YouTube, analytics. Like, I linked on that on him for so much. And then some of our biggest guests, like, Colin, like, I wouldn't be on Define and Do if it wasn't Attic because Attic was the one that made the Colin Moriarty interview happen. Hmm. Attic made so many of our big interviews happen. And then Sav is the rock, right? Sav is just, he's so analytical. He's very even keel and then he's so smart with our long-term term growth and, and the business and we call him the iron bank you know what i'm saying like <laughs> we all got to go through solve we have permission and then the thing i love what he says is like look everything that we get has to go back into the pop in the podcast no one's out here on, with limos <laughs> no, no one's driving ferraris on iops you know buddy everything and every year it's a slight improvement you know get the mics get the better camera get the you know you got to invest in your content and that that's one of the things that we really like, like he Solve doesn't let us do much but when it comes to improving <laughs> the podcast he let us blow the budget there so i was like yes 
<laughs> that's yeah, why Matt, I know when, when I, and I have that problem. Yeah, we have, well, we have we have those problems and different problems buying too much Xbox gear. He, he bought a new mic one day, I, and then I got a new mic, and then I got the new the LP mic stand. I sent him a picture, and within like a couple minutes, he texted me back. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna buy that. You think I need it? I'm gonna buy and, that." And 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 now we sit here, and I have an LG TV up in my room because of this guy. Because oh, he's because it's the best TV. Because every be day honest. I have to sit here with this guy, and he sits, and he's just like, you know, it's this is how much it is today, and you could just yeah, you, you I, could I would just look it up for him. Something. You could just, just like, go hey, up and talk to the wife and just say this and this. It'll be yeah. fine. Like you, you're just not in the house. There's ways to do it. I was like, I, I explained to my wife. I'm like, you know, it's good for movie night. We can't leave the house anyways. And then when we got the TV, I'm like, don't worry, you don't have to pay for it. You just don't have to get mad at me for spending the money. You guys aren't helping. And then she started watching it, and she was like, oh my god, everything's yeah. better. I'm like, I yeah. know. And then mm-hmm. next thing you know, it's my wife's like, you know, we need a new couch. We need to, we, we need we, we need recliners. I'm like. You're right. You, you're right. I'm going to get soundproofing material and I'm going to get lights for the TV, but you get the recliners. There you go. You get the there recliners go. and we're good to go. You're not helping me. Cog, what? You've done, you're doing like so much and you guys again, like, yeah, you've got an amazing team with Iron Lords and everything you are doing now over with Colin and the rest of the team there, like, it continues to grow and like from what you said too, you're like, okay, I've got the hosting part down and then you've got the prophet and king who by the way if i saw him at e3 and he told me and he's got his sunglasses on and he told me to put a shirt on and post it i'd be like yes sir i'm so sorry sir who, who not gonna <laughs> say that <laughs> seriously he's terrifying put it on like, yeah put it on, uh, it's on. put on the ran, t-shirt now phil spencer put on the t and phil was like <laughs> yeah that, that was awesome that was awesome but shout out to phil though. how <laughs> what are you looking to do though even not even further down the road but like from a creative standpoint, because you have like the creative juices flowing within the podcast, within YouTube. What do you want to do like on the creative side of things? What are you looking to do even just for yourself? Like it, it, not necessarily with the rest of the team, yeah. but with them mm-hmm. or what? Like what do you want to do from the creative side? I think, yeah, I mean, the sky's the limit. I mean, it's still, I haven't like boxed myself in as far as, um, you know, like specific things. Obviously I have like little bucket list stuff, you know, I mean, for me, I think, you know, as a person who obviously goes to the shows a lot, go to the awards, like there's still things I haven't done. I, I, I would love to go to an award show I'm trying to work on, mm-hmm. um, seeing what's going on, obviously with the, the VGAs. Obviously, the, the pandemic kind of set us back a bit because, see, the difference with us is that, you know, and I'm not trying to disrespect anybody that does a podcast, but like we highly believe in investing in traveling to the events pre-pandemic. Yep. Right. So pre-pandemic. Every year we have an itinerary solved within, okay, here's the budget. This is what we're looking at. You know, we want to try to at least hit PAX East. We want to hit E3. You know, me, I didn't even mention earlier, like, obviously I'm a huge Destiny fan. I have that separate Destiny show with The Last Word with my brother mm-hmm. Ebontis, who I met because I went to um, the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Fairgrounds in Florida. And that was when it was called Destiny Con, you know, at that time. And it was just a whole bunch of geeks that all love Destiny a little bit too much. And then <laughs> we go there and I met this guy. He's like, I'm like, damn, this kid knows his Destiny's really cool. And he, he bought this is huge. Like, you know, he was like maybe 50K, 60K subs, whatever he was at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, like he's just so humble. And I was like, yo, would you consider doing a podcast together? But so it all starts from that. As far as me personally, I think, yeah, I still want to do some things like in the showcase and the convention standpoint. Like I look at, you know, look at Paris Lily. Look at what Paris. That's who I was just thinking of. Yeah, because with Paris doing his most recent work, um, I I think honestly, I think for 
you hearing you and watching you and everything too i'm like it'd be perfect for that for those kinds of things for the conventions to sit down and do those yeah. one-on-one sit-down interviews right that's what it. i'm thinking that that's, that yeah. stuff like that is what i think would be really in your wheelhouse or opening an iron lord gym Oh yeah, Iron Lord's gym. Yeah. You know we got to get out there. You know what I'm saying? But, no, I'm, I'm with you, but like it, it's it's funny you said that, Assemble, because I forgot. I think I was on Stubbs' podcast, and he asked me, out of everything I'm doing, like what's my favorite? And many people were surprised to say, don't get me wrong, I love podcast, love podcast, love hosting. But to me, the reason why it all comes out to those shows is there's nothing more satisfying to me than going to a show and speaking to a dev or an exec, especially a dev when their game, this is the first time you've ever seen their game. Mm-hmm. It's the first, like the past. It's like going to like a musician and you're listening to the demo tape for the first time, like a listening party for the first time. So you see the raw passion. They're trying to sell you on this thing, right? And then it's like, you get that interaction. You get that human. How big's the team? How long you think it's gonna tell them to come to take to come to take out and stuff like that? And it's just it's fun. I I actually enjoy that more hmm. than actually podcasting because I, you see the people behind the games and it's so cool. I love it. So what would your because if if you have this juice and it, it's going through your head, what does your show look like? What is your interview non podcast like? Straight up, you're doing a late night show and you're interviewing devs, you're interviewing YouTubers, you're, you're interviewing the who's who of everybody mm. out there and who, actually, you know what? You're interviewing who you want to talk to. Correct, correct. What does your show look like? Um, I think one of the templates, and he's a hero of mine, we just had him on, probably like Ryan McCaffrey. I look at Ryan and I've been watching him for so long and I don't know if you guys ever seen it. In my opinion, the greatest interview of all time is when he had all generations of xbox on one show he had phil spencer seamus blackley and oh Peter i saw Moore. that yeah and you gotta understand like from first the, the the complexity to even make that interview happen yeah. that's just one thing right but the masterfulness of each generation the struggles the breaking it down you know, what each, you know, the OG Xbox faced with Seamus, you know, Peter Moore, young executive, Xbox, the OG not being the financial success, but a technically innovative thing, right? And then iterating on that, going against PlayStation, you know, in a dominated market with PlayStation and Sony, kind of defeating them in the U.S. market, right? And then you got Phil, which now Peter leaves, and Don Matrick. Luckily, he wasn't hey, on the show. But, hey, we, we didn't talk about the Xbox One access. <laughs> mm-hmm. Call of Duty, TV, TV, Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right? So then here comes, Get it? Here, comes <laughs> here comes Phil, right? And it's like this broken mess that he's inherited. And he has to play salvage and turn all these policies around and, and right the ship. And it was such a masterful interview. And, and I don't think he gets... I'm a firm believer. That's another reason why I Lord podcast exists. I am a firm believer in giving people their flowers while they are alive. Do not wait for someone to die and be like, oh, he was the great. No. As men, I think we don't humble ourselves to be like, yo, you know what, Court? That was a good show you did, man. That was really good. I, I enjoyed You know what, Assemble? I liked when, you know, that, 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 that WWF, you know, WWE content is really hitting. I'm loving the Marvel stuff. Like, 
it's okay to give someone that out, Matt, and just put yeah. that up. And we'll just throw that up there. Just, Every day we're having a bad that. day, we're just like, cut that. Cut that. I just said I was doing a good yeah. show, man. Bro, it, it, you need to hear it because at yeah. the end of the day, sometimes we all need that little pat. Like, yo, people like the content. You know, people love what's going on, and it's important. And that's why, you know, again, it exists. We have to celebrate our peers in the space. But to your question, Court. That kind of stuff excites me. You know, the the true stories, you know, you look at that. There's so many. Colin is another one. Like, I watched him for a long time. And I, even when I joined the network, I said, like, you know, I don't agree with everything you say. Right. But at the end of the day, I was like, I respect that you create an environment that you allow people to respectfully agree or disagree with each other. And he's fearless. That What I get from him is he just had Philip Mewson on who was the guy that had the whole scandal yeah, with the plagiarizing with mm-hmm. yep. YouTube content and putting that in his video. Bro, that was one of the wildest stories. And every, I know people condemn him, and rightfully so, right? But at the end of the day, to hear his mindset to why he did what he did and that for the boldness of Colin and the fearlessness to ask the tough questions, like he doesn't back down, That these are things. So, again, I'm a mixture I, I come from those are two that I come from. You know what I'm saying? As far as my 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 podcast gaming Mount Rushmore guys, like those are two of the four. And it's just like, and then me is my own lane. I, I'm trying to, you know, I got, I try to do the humor. I try to be fun and do some positivity in it and stuff like that. Obviously, you know, the gym stuff, the health as well stuff. Just try to add things into it different because as gamers, I think that um we just don't do enough of that stuff mm-hmm. because. To me, it's like, yo, it's all these great games. We we gotta be around to celebrate them. So that would be it would be like gaming, health, you know, um, positivity, some fun, you know. What I'm so saying? so really, what you're saying is you need a connect too with the fitness app again. That's all oh. you need. Bring that back. Oh. We had that on the Xbox One. Yeah. It was there at launch. Bro, you got, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. That was like my killer app. I would right. play that uh-huh. thing every day. I broke every score. I was in there doing all the hard difficulty. Oh, I was a savage. I was one of the few that was like really <laughs> sad with Connect Lab. <laughs> like that was my. I had EA mode. You, you were sports. just the one. There was just yeah. The I was, one. It was just you. <laughs> I was that guy. I was that guy. Well, lie. it's it's funny how uh, the amount of people I've talked to um, in this industry, and I've only myself been doing it for just under a year now. Um, started doing a podcast and I was, do, I was doing stuff in the sports landscape for the longest time. Wow. And at the amount of times I talk to people and the answer always comes back to OG IGN people. Mm. Like McCaffrey to me is right up there with Jeff Keeley. Yes. And then you've got Colin, Greg, like you've got these people where we Legends. all take something from them. Yeah. And that's where our inspiration from, like my, my inspiration all started when my daughter was born and that's 2016 and Colin and Greg left to do their own thing. And I'm like, see, people can do it. Great, great people can do things. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it's, it's really funny, almost kind of, let's say kind of funny. Uh, um, kind of funny. <laughs> that the amount of Good people transition. we talk to, because when you brought up McCaffrey, I'm like, people always bring up these people that pair, yeah. pair hired so long ago at IGN. It's, it, IGN is different now, but yes. uh, I'll be honest. They still got Altano. They still got some great people. They get, yeah. McCaffrey, there's still great people there. Um, Dustin, like it's just, it's yeah. not the same as it was. Like, think about it. Those people were all there at the same time. time. Well, it's like, like how creative yeah. that room would be. Like, think about it, IGN at, at E3 when they're sitting there and they're all discussing and they try and get their creative thoughts on what they should do on a show. And you had all those creative minds in there. Like, that would be great. I would just yeah. like, people talk, like, I'm a sports guy and I'd love to be on a fly on a wall during trade deadline for like, 
hockey or whatever sport, it doesn't matter. But think about you fly on the wall during a creative session with those people back in the day. Absolutely. It's like like a Yankee lineup in the 90s, right? Like it's just stacked. At that stacked. time, that's when IGN was stacked. And, Cog, you make a good point, too. As a Jays fan, I don't like talking about the Yankees. <laughs> you know what? I don't care for the Jays that much. I know they're, 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 they're out of the playoffs. They're done. I'll watch the Yankees in Boston every day before I watch. He about to take your Canada car. It's yeah. No, it's, it's fine. <laughs> As I'm I sip my Tim fan. Hortons. I'm not a Leafs fan. I'm, a, oh. I, I'm, actually, I'm actually born. I, Lord, I, I was born in uh, Georgia, oh. and then I, I moved to Boston. Okay. And then I moved to Canada. So I'm Ooh. I'm uh, a U.S. citizen that Blend. lives in Blend. Canada. But I'm, I'm both. I'm both citizens. But, like, I'm I'm a huge Boston Bruins fan living in Toronto, okay. which is, like, that's like a, a Red Sox fan living in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. It's, it's like, no, it's no bueno out here. Throwing stones at you. <laughs> yeah, people do not like me. Because it's okay. You I made appreciate a, it. You made a good point, though. Like, I didn't really think about it too much about how when you were, like, okay, if I could – interview devs or when i do get to talk to people about that like a game is coming out and they're i'm you know you're getting firsthand look at something and and relating it to music like when an album is coming out or it is just the ip and or the lp and it's just about to drop and the excitement the artist has about it they're trying to sell you on it but that's all of their work for like five years and years and i think that Mm -hmm. that's also kind of lost sometimes when we because some of the big AAA developers, like, they're so big and there's so many people behind it that it just seems like a machine. And then you get into the smaller devs and things like that. But I think it's a really good point you make of, like, with being able to sit there with people and let them talk about Destiny or let them talk about Halo. And being okay to get the buy-in from that and get excited about it. Because I think some of the gaming communities can get negative of, like, why are you excited for that? You shouldn't like that. I'm like, but... You quit it to music, and it's it's similar, and I guess there's similar pushback, too, of like, oh, no, I'm not excited for this, this album, or why do you like that? I'm like, well, it's it's different. It's it's Everyone's got their flavor, but I don't know. I just want to say, like, it's yeah, it's a good point of, like, I co- relating to music well, and Twitter artists. Fo- he, his Twitter follow, the thing I also love following you on Twitter is you're not quick. It's almost in this in this world I've noticed in my, you know, my seven months in video game Twitter, because it is, there's different types of Twitters. Trust me. There's the Boston Bruins Twitter. There's the Yankees Twitter. There is these Twitters. I find people are so easy to say they don't like something. Mm. And they have such a hard time of saying, I like this. Or like today, the Uncharted trailer drops and people are dunking it. It's a trailer. You haven't even seen the movie yet. And they're like, oh, this is not what I want. This is not this, this and that. And I'll, I just replied to Bad Bed. I was just like, hey, it looks like an Uncharted game and it's all about fun. So it looks fun to me. Like, we're so quick to say something negative when, when all we have to do is lift people up to get yeah. what we want. Like, it's like when the Star Wars movies came out and everybody's like, oh, this is, they're just rehashing. You know, I'm old enough to remember when I didn't get Star Wars movies. So I am grateful to get any Star Wars movies. Just find the positive in anything yeah. and your life will be a lot easier preach it right now both of you because you know on the the that aspect especially on social media and the problem i see is that look one of the the decisions we made when we did iop and listen we we our mouths are loose let me be honest and xbox like we could be wild we could be crazy if we you know we have fun right but one of the conscious decisions i made was like look yo no cursing because at the end of the day if we want people to respect us 
you know, no executives coming on and we super loose. That's just a fact, right? And I remember the best, King was like, I don't know, Attic for the You know what I'm saying? Like, Cog, you really trying? Like, you pushing it, Cog. And I'm like, look, man. And they fought, but it was one of those reasons. Now, to your point with social media, absolutely. Because the reason why I say that is to say this. Sadly, the algorithm rewards negativity. Big face, yo, court and assemble suck. They're trash thumbnail this that exposed <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, you, know, it, yeah. bro, you do that you flying to you flying past us you're flying to the top and it's all good but at the, at the end of the day that is what if you want that to be what you want that to be that to represent you then all good and to me it's a ceiling it's 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 yeah you will fly to the top being negative and dunking on everybody and doing all that stuff that's great but at the end of the day there's a ceiling. And at, unless you're the most entertaining, like King David person, right? There's only a limit to you go and only a limit to where people are going to deal with you, right? Mm -hmm. And then what ends up happening is those people stay at that same level. And then the reason why I'm so proud of us, it took a struggle. It was slow, 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 slow growth. But the difference is, is respect. People know you come into the realm, you're going to get respected. There's no disrespect. Yeah, we're critical. We're not going to, you know, not hold our tongue and stuff. But it's a way you do it. To your point, I'm from an era where the video game guys were the geeks, right? So I was in this weird space growing up as a kid because... Yeah, I was from the South Bronx, kind of street smart or whatever, and I was smart. But, like, the geeks were clown. Oh, you play video games? Like, what? What's that? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. why are you hanging out with him, Cog? And I'm like, nah, that's my guy. That's my dude right there. You know what I'm saying? We traded Genesis games. We played No Mercy <laughs> last, next week. Yes. I wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you're not going to disrespect him. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, I'm from that. And, and, and to your other point, Courtney, which is like, you know, I'm from the era of, yo, check this out. This looks cool. You see this new game? Da, 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 da. Like, no one's celebrating it. And then there's all these fake armchair developers who act like, a, I don't know what's going on with the polygon count right there. And, you know, this, like, they, you don't even know how to make a game yourself. Now, you could right. be critical and say, hey, this didn't look that impressive to me, and that's cool. But if your first reaction is to always dunk on someone, mm. And I told people, I have a 10-tweet rule. Before I even follow you back, I look at your last 10 tweets. If Cal follow, I follow everybody back for the most part. But if your last 10 tweets are all about talking about somebody else, talking about another console, disrespecting people constantly, me and you don't got nothing to talk about. I already know you could, I could already predict everything you're about for the most part. You know what I'm saying? And that That's yeah, a good rule. <laughs> it's nothing for me and you to talk yeah. about. because. And then the last thing, a lot of these dudes is, is personas. They know they're doing it for the click. But when you really speak to them, they got all the consoles in their house. <laughs> they're playing everything. Yep. But it's, they got to they gotta appease the base, right, you know, to their thing. Now, to your point, Assemble, um, as far as the, the whole, the, the shows and stuff like that and, you know, why that's, you know, like you said, the, the whole mixtape thing and, like, you know, behind the scene thing. Like, to this day, some of the most proudest thing, like, I got I to gotta give Savage credit. Like, I remember when Kingdom Come Deliverance it was this Kickstarter game. I remember it being on our agenda of games to check out at a PAX East. And he was like, eh, I don't know. It looked okay. Like, like a semi Skyrim, whatever. And we go. And I had Solve do that interview. 
and you hear the passion for the dev. This, you know, this realistic Skyrim. You got to eat. You got to sleep. You got to do all these things. Mm -hmm. We're like, yo, this is an ambitious game. Like, this is <laughs> what the hell? Like, you you wear the wrong clothes. You can smell. It messes up your your, your interactions with people. I'm like, yo, what is this game, right? And we're looking at it, and he interviews it, and I like to this day, it's still our most viewed video. You know what I'm saying? It's like saw voice. He's like, you know, you're not even the biggest on the channel. Like, you know, I have my videos 40k. You have it even. Some know you. I'm like, all right, so and I try, and I'm like, yeah, I can't beat that. It, it it goes to show you that game was so requested. People didn't know what it was. Never heard of it, mm -hmm. right? And they came to the channel, and we had the coverage, and we've been friends. And you see these people, like you said, um, you know, some of it's like five, six years of development, the passion, the joy. We love that stuff, and we we love to celebrate it. And that that's what it's about. It's about loving the games, having fun, you know, all that negativity stuff. There's a ceiling to that, and we don't really choose to engage. And then the other thing is, I'm gonna be real, like, you know, I'm of the mindset: never say anything to someone you wouldn't say in their face, because Look, again, I ain't had the easiest background. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the South, but me and, me, me and King have approached some people that have very chirpy on Twitter mm -hmm. that have said things on Twitter. <laughs> and then when you see them, energy is much different. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, okay, man. I'm okay. you know, okay. Yeah, I'm playing. Yeah, because we don't, where we're from, we don't play them games. Like, so don't, let's not do that. We're all gamers here. Let's have fun. Let's celebrate. You know, that's what it's about. Because, People really don't want to do that, you know, kind of thing. It, it, a lot of it is personas, man, and fake stuff. We just try also, to stay away from it. And I also find out, I say it to court too, I'm like, it's, I don't have time. Like, I'm a, I'd, be, I'd be so tired. I'm like, I don't have the time. Kids, man. I guess that's why. Kids. But I'm like, it's, I don't have the time and effort to be like, this sucks. This is why I, you could be critical and have your opinion and what, share it, you, but it's different. Like, I just don't get how people have so much time of like, even say it once, but then to be like five, oh, wow. ten times. You know or... why I assemble? Because they're not playing games. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. They're... You got, if that you're one... all day tweeting about the game, talking about why someone shouldn't be excited for a game, you ain't playing games. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, go ahead. You, you'd be surprised how many of that times that one positive tweet lifts someone up for that day. Like. Yeah. Like Matt and I look at the the YouTube comments, and he sent me a text earlier today, and some joker left a terrible comment, and it is what it is. But we've been lucky enough so far on on the XP side. But the guy's comment, I felt like right away, my first instinct when you told me Matt was I was going to go in the thing and start a beef with him, and then I'm like, wait a second, I don't do that anymore because I I I was that guy, and then my daughter was born, and I got a new thought process on life, and I always say. It, would you would you say that to a kid? Like, you, we always uplift children. So why don't we we? I'm gonna treat you like reason. you're five. <laughs> well, it's not that that you treat them no. like they're a kid, but no, like but. we always go for trying to pick up kids and and make them feel better, and and we always look for the positive for them. So why why all of a sudden that when we got older we decided to focus on the negatives? Like when you see reviews for games. If you don't like it, my rule is I'm just not going to talk about it. Like, it's, it's it. I don't like the game. So, like, for me, I play everything on baby mode. I get made fun of for it, and it is what it is. I love easy mode. I don't care. It's make you. fun of me. It's but, you. like, all the hard games like Bloodborne, they're not for me. So I just don't talk about them because what's the point? What's the point? But I like no, that other right. people can get excited about it. Like, Destiny sure. is your game. Destiny is a game I like, but I cannot 
I just can't click with it. I've played it a right. bunch when even on came, came on Game Pass, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is awesome. It's a mm-hmm. completely different from Destiny One to where it is yeah. today. It's different games. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. even it, different than Destiny Two when it from its release. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. even yeah. for me, I'm like, this isn't a game that I see myself devoting hundreds of hours to. But man, I see why. I get it, and that's I think the big difference is like. I may not drop 5, 10, 50, 100 hours plus into something, but I get where this guy's coming from or where she's coming from and why they're playing it. Great, have at it. And if you don't like it, game, great, fine. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. Whatever. But it just should be about but don't what spoil like. somebody yeah. else's. Yes, yeah, exactly. spoiling somebody else's joy. That, that's yeah. all it is. You're absolutely right. And I've learned, like, it's okay to say, hey, man, I love something, or hey, that looks cool, but that's not for me like I, but it's okay like to see i love seeing people even if i don't like something i love seeing people excited yeah. like when i see you know mr babby he's like yo bloodborne or whatever you know say you know it's Elden go, ring he's got a little Elden problem ring. yeah he's definitely he's got a problem he's definitely loose but but it's so cool to see people excited for it and that that's where i come from i, I we came from that when you know th- there was no social media you had to get the magazines and you get so excited to hear about a game and stuff like that and it's okay it you'd is see, like the terror you'd see we one actually had game. to do our homework yeah. and learn in school we you get a nintendo Google. power and it has one screenshot of the game yes. and you'd memorize all of that cut it out oh yes my brother drew out the map like there was no like think about there was no internet and when we first got zelda he started drawing screens so that he because you know that one map where you have to go down 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 and then Mm -hmm. you go left and then you have to remember so he was drawing the screen so that he knew where things were and he had this giant map that he had out so when we play zelda and like i think about it now like we all knew the konami code we didn't have the internet. Down, down, we left, knew right, that left, right. VA start. Let's go. We were, we were talking to our friends, and then we knew, like, when you were playing Mario, if you went this way and jump yep. up, there's the one up. And then if you're in the underground, you hit the you hit the brick, and you go up, and you can go along the top. But think about that. We all figured that out without the internet. There was no walkthrough. There was no nothing. It was just one friend talked to another friend, talked to another friend, talked to another friend, and then they brought out that movie. And they they destroyed it. What was that? That the uh, the Power Glove movie, uh, oh, Mr. <laughs> Wizard. And we all figured out how to play Mario three before it even dropped. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true, bro. Yeah, it's, it's it, that's where we come from. And that's why I, I laugh also to do the new thing. We gotta check your gamer score. We gotta check your credentials before you can even talk about. It. And I'm like, bro, I came from the arcade. Yeah. where you played Shinobi, and it was the hardest thing. You played Ghouls and Ghosts, and you you have one life <laughs> and you got, two. You, got you got your shield you got five bucks yeah. <laughs> and there's no save state right and, and you have to do it in one sitting yeah. you know what i'm saying so it's like i laugh when these kids are talking about gaming credentials and gaming score uh, you know pull up my gaming score of the arcade <laughs> you know what i'm saying pull up my gaming score of all this stuff of all these consoles i've had from every generation you know that we never got credit for beating and playing so it's just funny with all these different things and the last point i'll say you know what i also sadly you know i do run a website with lordsgaming.net tremendous writers tremendous editors but like sadly you know sometimes the the way the system is 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 worked with you know the metacritics and all this other stuff is just like negativity again is rewarded if you review bomb something and you say something sucks that is likely to go to the top of the algorithm you know what i'm saying and it's that constant you know fight with just trying to have integrity and, and and also trying to run a successful site site but to me i always tell our guys like look 
I know we get the review code a couple of days beforehand, but I'd rather you take your time, beat the game, and our review is late, but it's thorough and it's accurate, as opposed to rushing, you only have like a day or two to, to beat the game, and it's just for the sake of the click. It, it, it's, it's, it's tough out here, man. It's tough. So that's why yeah, I, like, I feel like you're talking about Kotaku. But. <laughs> that's why I like Ironlands Podcast, though, too, is that for the most part, like you guys are if you're playing games or you're reviewing them, you're getting giving impressions or on the written side, it's maybe it is a week later or it's just out of the zeitgeist of like those three days. It, it's, it's, it's a tricky balance, right? Because on one hand it's like, well, we want to be able to push the business forward. So we kind of want to be at the forefront and get the news out and all of that. But at the same time, what I like is that you've let things simmer a bit. You let it chill because it's when it's rushed out, for, for me, when I read something off of like IGN last week on a review of a game, they will say it out up front if it's in like the video format and say like, you know what, uh, I played this, I took three days, I, re- I got through it all, this is my experience, I'm like I get it, and there is so much validity there. However, your what you may not like may be because you had a time crunch. Because you have to, because it's the business and understanding all of that. However, I do think that there are implications when you can't let something breathe or walk away from Uncharted for or Last of Us for a few hours because you want a mental break. Because you may not enjoy certain things or you get wrapped up and you're like, oh, I don't like this mechanic. I'm like, oh, you've been staring at it for yeah. six hours straight or you're, on a, you're stressing because you have actual anxiety and pressure to get things done. And again, that is large part because for so many of them, that is their job. Yes. Um, so I understand there's a balance. But what, again, what I appreciate is you guys are, you take your time when you need to um, yeah. and you could talk more about it. And it's less about just like, here's the review. It's a nine out of 10. It's a five out of 10. It's, well, this is what I thought. This is what King thought. And it's more balanced. Yeah. Well, it's also, you're, you're playing the game. Like we play video games. Yeah. Like the people yes. reading these reviews, like, I'm, Matt and I are still playing Far Cry 6. We did an impressions video because we decided this, the same thing. We're like, you know what? we got to get content out there about it, but we're not going to say it's a review. It's just an impressions uh, because ding, ding, Far Cry is a really long game. Like, If you're going to finish it, a Far Cry game, and only do the story, you're not playing Far Cry for Far Cry. So how can you even do a review? Even the reviews I read, they're like, I went through the whole story missions. I'm like, but there's all these yarn missions. There's all these other things. There's all their other assets and aspects to the game. And you somehow can review it when there's Bro. so much to this game. It's like sixty hours. You nailed it. Yeah, that that again. I gotta shout out my the, the Lord's Gamer.net. I gotta shout out the team because that is a mantra. I, I gotta shout out jo- Josh, our editor in charge, Nick Downey, Canada in the building, Nicholas Downey. Salute the undead. That's a good guy. Go check him out. He's got a good podcast too. Gaming perspective. Um, the thing what we say is this, because like. Like, like you said, assemble. You want to be in the zeitgeist, obviously, right? But at the same time, like Court's saying, there's no way you're going to finish this 100-plus-hour game and truly give a correct assessment. So what I tell the guys is like, look, play at your own pace, right? If you beat it, and let's say we do have enough time with the embargo and you feel comfortable Yes, you can go for it. If you, we've had situations where guys are like, oh, I could beat. That's no problem. Okay, cool. Because sure. I'll tell them, here's the code. Here's the embargo date. This might be a little close for you. You know, let me know. And if sometimes they'll come to me like the night before, like, oh, you know, I'm like maybe halfway through. And I'm like, dude, it's cool. Chill. It's what you do. Literally what you say, go. 
right? And impressions, right? Because that's honest. You haven't beaten the game, right? And you could just say, or we could say, hey, I'll give this game to another, right? He could write impressions. You just focus on the review and take your time. So this way we have thorough content. And what we've been able to be successful for is um, doing it that way as well as um, walkthroughs. Walkthroughs have been great for us. Mm. Like evergreen content. Yeah. Even if it's something, you know, really small, like, hey, man, how do you get the Master Sword in this level and this early stage of the game? And it's been great. You know, shout out to Jared, another Canadian. Jared, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. We got, we got Canada represented. Yeah, we got Canada repping on, on Lords of Gaming down there, by the way. I'm, I'm just saying, you know. But, <laughs> um, yeah, man, like, you know, he's done these amazing walkthroughs for, for um, Grounded, you know, how to mm -hmm. make this, how to do that, you know, kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, I, I firmly believe in that. And this way you strike that balance. You still get the eventual content it may be a little late but then you can still get some stuff for the cycle that's smaller bit that's reasonable that's actually you know accurate and applicable and the person didn't have to kill themselves for like 200 hours try to rush out because like like you said assemble what how if your mental state is rushing so much to get something are you truly enjoying that game yeah are you truly so that's going to affect your review and your mental state so and it's the same when we get into things like when you watch movie reviews and I mean, that's a little bit different because it's like, okay, you can have your immediate thoughts. I just find it difficult too, to be like, well, I watched the movie in the theaters. Here's what I thought. I'm like, great overall impressions. Cool. It's the conversation with your buddies of like, yeah. what did you think? I like this. I didn't like this, but putting like a hard score on it on a Marvel movie or the Batman movie. It's like, it's an eight out of 10. Like, well, you saw it once. Like I, I, for me, I would need to see it and own it and like have it for a year and be like, yeah, I think it's this. I've watched it five times. Here's what I really think of the thing. And putting those hard scores on stuff is hard because I think you'd also, I think of like when you're on the playground, would you go up to your buddies if you're like 10 years old and you go up and be like, how is this game? How's Grounded? How's Fortnite? It's a seven out of 10. They'd be like, what? And no, no what does that mean? <laughs> no one's doing that. But on the question I had to you, though, was going to be, and then, Cord, I'm going to switch over to you, but uh, Marvel, since we talked, I just mentioned that, Marvel and DC, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of movies right now. We've had a lot of things with DC fandom. I don't want to get yes, too much to DC fandom because it's going to start Court off, and he's going yeah, to go. That's my thing. So I, I need to know for you, yes, yes, what do you like right now? Marvel, DC, what are you excited for on that front, though? Everything. I know, right? It's such a comic geek. Oh <laughs> man, I love that stuff. I love it. Like um Marvel wise, you, you see who's in, 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 in the yeah, back. Silver Surfer. There he there. is. All right. That's my heart. Like that that like I remember my dad, but everybody's like doing um Spider-Man, Wolverine. He takes me to the comic shop and he's like buys me a surfer book, and I'm like what the hell is this? It's like this. It's like I'm like seven, and it's like celestial <laughs> Dad, he's not wearing clothes. Yeah, I'm it's like this naked guy on a surfboard. I can see, I can see that bulge, Dad. It's a bit <laughs> awkward. You can see his junk, Dad. I'm like, I'm like what are we doing here? Like, what, the cool kids are watching, playing, you know, watching Spider Man and reading that. And he's like, no, this is the book, right? And it was very, your reading comprehension had to be crazy just to even understand what was going on and then all the stuff. But once I learned it, I was like, yo, he's a very cool character, very conflicted. So I say that to say this, you know, when the Marvel uh, got the rights from Fox and all the properties, the MCU, to finally get the mutants and get a proper Fantastic Four and a proper, you know, so, so that's 
my thing. Like once Phase Four, like Infinity, you gotta say Infinity Gauntlet was the gift and the curse for me because the saga. Because I like I put people on to that saga because I used to follow him. Surfer mm-hmm. is the one that introduced it. They just didn't have the rights to him. So Hulk played that role as far as falling into Doctor Strange's house and, you know, to warning everybody, yo, Thanos is coming, Thanos is coming. That's Surfer's role, yeah. right? Because yeah. Surfer was dealing with him for so long. So to me, the cos- what I'm excited for MCU is the cosmic entities and the mutants are going to come, right? So it's just a matter of how they're going to implement and I've just been tracking each of those journeys, you know, going forward with that. So that's more MCU. DC, I got to be honest, Corp. I'm okay. casual DC. I'm not. Sorry. Right. Right. Assemble's got the shirt that I like on. Now, those are my guys, right? But I will say, growing up, when Batman came out and it hit, it hit different. When Superman, Batman, I know you're going to say Keaton, more. Keaton, Batman hits. He's, he's, he's Batman. Keaton, that's Batman. Batman to me, right? Yeah. Like th- it hit different. Everyone had the Batman shirts. Everyone, it, it was just a crazy. It was a thing, right? Then you got. I, I mean, and I'm really dating myself. Like I remember, you know, Christopher Reeve's Superman. <laughs> you know, that, like, I, I, that that was my guy, right? And I used to love those films and stuff like that. And then obviously we go into what we go into now. So to me, I think what it is is they had a later start. They tried to do the MCU thing, but they didn't properly establish all the different players in the, in, the, in, the, in the DC universe. But I love the Snyder Cut. I love what's going on now, though. Like everything is oh, exciting. The new Batman look cool. Obviously, we're seeing the Aquaman. We're seeing the um the Flash get his his series. The Black Adam looks cool. Shazam. Like there's a lot going. DC, I feel, is really cooking. Oh, by the way, I love Joker. That was um couple of yeah that hey, that one very good. Know, yo, yo queen, amazing. So well, I think they do better when they don't do the multiverse. They just do yeah when let they it focus happen. on and they just let. It, it, it's amazing. So yeah, all, all that stuff. Like I love that stuff. It, super excited. Like comic books and pop culture stuff. All that is. I'm gonna be a fan. That's why I'm so big. Well, I love what Sony's doing because they get it. They're tapping in on the on the culture with the Insomniac and the Spider Man and the Wolverine. And that's why I'm on Xbox behind. Like yo, you can't let them get all of this because here's the thing. As gamers, you know, people say, oh, I don't want them to copy Sony. But here's the thing. Every kid, your grandma know who Spider-Man, Superman, and Batman are. And they're not gamers. So they would go buy Insomniac Spider-Man or buy, you know, the new Wolverine because they know that character. It's so iconic. If you don't have that on your platform, that's why I'm really hoping, like, Xbox can buy. Give us Batman. Give me Batman. I hope Xbox could get WB. Yeah. Right. Because if you get WB, then you get all the DC properties. And now, again, a person who would never buy an Xbox console. Oh, but the new Arkham game or the new Gotham is exclusive. To, you know, hey, might have to buy an Xbox for that. You yep. get the, the casual guy that would never get in the game. And that's why comics and all this stuff merges in perfectly. And I think it's so important. And I love it. But yeah, to your question, like. I'm excited for everything. Me and Sov and King, we go to every comic book movie every week. Like, we, we got our tickets already. We're going to see. What was the other one he's got? We did Venom. We already did. There's another one coming. We did Shang, Shang-Chi. Yeah. You know, we got it, it, everything that's coming out. We got the ticket to go go see. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm going to Comic-Con tomorrow. Like, it's Ooh. Fan Expo. And I already said to Matt, I was like, do you want me to buy you anything? 
Batman T-shirt oh, it, or, uh, yeah, or Transformers G One or Spider Man. Because like you know it's all there, right? You walk in there, and I joked to him, I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring like four hundred dollars cash. It's almost like I'm going to a casino, but I know I'm yes. gonna walk out with just total toys. But yes. it's fine. It's, it's all fine. fine. It's fine. It's so, day. our very last question to sure. you is: Do you think you can bench press Matt? <laughs> so how 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 much does Matt weigh? Buck sixty-five. Now. Oh God! You're just a tiny thing. I'm just yeah. a little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, like I so with what, I could curl you. you yeah, I could. I could bench, man. <laughs> yeah, you could leg. You could leg press. You could just leg press me one. I could definitely leg press him. Sure. I'm actually one legged. Struggling. One legged. You could actually do. You know what? You could. Uh, we could calf both press. probably do some calf presses. <laughs> calf with you. press like, me. Yeah, one thanks. Six, no big deal. Thank Dude, you. No big deal. I, I could actually give it a press, man. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm afraid what I, I'm afraid what King could do to me. Then he would. Yeah, he's a beast. He's a beast. He's a beast. King, yeah, he's a beast. He, he King could box. People don't realize that King can really fight. Like, leave him alone. <laughs> leave that man alone. We he should play hockey. Nice. Yes, he would be a tough hockey player. Addicts should play addicts. And people don't know that. It's like six two, six three. Like addicts, not really? small. Yeah, like people. I'm the small guy in the Lords. I'm five ten. I'm the shortest, you know what I'm saying? Like, everyone's bigger than me, you know what I'm saying, kind of thing from a height perspective. I'm just wide. I'm a beefy boy. But at the end of the day, it's like, leave, leave us alone. We just want to play games. We want to have fun. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's all we want to do. All that Twitter fake beefing and all this nonsense, man. Just enjoy games. It's too much too much fun right now. It's it's so many great games out. It, it's just, it's a, it's a lot of fun. And I enjoy it right now. This is what it's about, man. I love doing this stuff. You said it. Lord Cognito, thank you very much for joining us here on thank Assemble you. XP. We sincerely appreciate your time. Preach, preach the stuff. Put the stuff out there on the Twitter, the Iron Lords podcast, everything you're doing. Let everybody know where they can find you and how Thanks, they can support sir. you guys. Well, first off, before I do that, you guys, I have to admit, really enjoyed my time. Yay. Really enjoyed my time. Thank really you. great show. A lot of foundations great. You guys concise. Love love the energy. I got to check out if you had a ghost on. I got to check that. That's what I like. I like it. Seven Ghost. Big fan of him. I'm gonna check out a lot of your older stuff. But keep it up, man. The the, con the content is solid. I love the format. And you're just casual with it. Just natural flowing conversations. The stuff is great, man. I'll definitely do my best to support. Thanks. I always love supporting good content. So salute to y'all first. Thanks, and thank, thank you, you for the invite. Um, for me, obviously, Lord Cognito on Twitter. I love podcasts every Sunday's the Lord's Day. You know, <laughs> this way it's uh, currently 11 a.m. Eastern because the Lord's bend the knee to NFL football <laughs> on, during the season. We'll go back to 1 p.m. around January. So come check us out. We'll have some big show. I think this week we have uh, Chris Grinnell, ex Sony Dev. Check him out. He made the. Uh, he was responsible for the uh, F1 series, the Wipeout series wow. back in the day. Yeah, you know what I mean. So we're gonna talk about that. What he's doing also in gaming. Also, be ready. King is gonna have a rant of all rants y'all not ready for what's about to happen i'm telling y'all right now if you are in your feelings about sony games coming to pc you do not want to watch this show because oh, wow. i'll be there <laughs> he's gonna have a lot to say he's a lot yeah he's gonna be in his xbox profit bag check him out there and then um yeah man obviously obviously defining duke you can check me out last stand media with the amazing maddie plays we do two shows we do defining duke and defining duke ultimate ultimate is kind of like a patreon exclusive one hour we kind of focus on like a specific topic and defining duke is the main show 
We had Ryan McCaffrey on the week before. And the cool thing is if you're not in the Patreon for Defining Duke, that's cool. You can go to Last Stand Media. We record on Wednesdays. It'll be up on Wednesdays. But if you want to wait, wait on Sunday. You can get that for free 99 on the Last Stand Media YouTube channel. And the last two things I want to plug is um, obviously LordsOfGaming.net. Really, really important to me. If you guys like see the articles, retweet it. You know, no, no one's getting paid. These are gamers, by the gamers, for the gamers. We got people all over the world. The great territories of Canada. We have a lot of writers there. We have a lot of writers, UK, Bahrain, all over the world, man. They choosing to write for us. Please check us out. They, we really have some some really heartfelt content, really passionate content. Love those guys. And um, last thing is, if you're into Destiny or you want to learn about Destiny, you heard about this crazy game Cogs always tweeting about. Last word podcast, man. Check that out, man. My man Ebontis, and now we got Ty Guy Travers from IGN. He's on it. And uh, that's usually, we do a recorded Thursday, goes up on ILP channel on Friday. And um, last thing, got to shout out my brother King. King of the Statues will be coming back in full. He's going to try to get me to buy more of these. I'm trying to stay away from him because these things it's are dangerous. Expensive. <laughs> huge. That thing's huge. Yeah, he's it's, got one yeah. that he's got me. This was the first one. He, I, I vowed I would never buy one. I was like, that's too expensive. I'm never going to do it because I know I was going to go down a rabbit hole. But he saw, he knew my heart. I was like, all right, cool. You got me with this one. There's one more. He's getting me with, and I'm like, uh, right, I'll I'm take pictures up. tomorrow when I'm uh, at, at Fan Expo. Oh, of yes, please. For you. Yes, please. I'll get Sean Capri to, to text him to you. Oh, Capri. I love Capri. I'm, I'm meeting him for dinner tomorrow night. You mean Capri? Oh, I'm supposed yeah. to meet him in November. That's what's up. Yeah, I'm supposed to meet him too. He's supposed to be at LY. That's what's up, man. Yeah, take some pictures. Put that up. And That's tag awesome. me. Tag me. Definitely. Will do. Cognito, thank you very much for joining us again. Take care, buddy. Love. Thank you.